Merry Christmas, everyone. You are listening to the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter with my beautiful wife. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. This will be a fun one today here. We're just going to reflect, think about the great things of 2021. Maybe not some of the not so great things, but just have a good discussion with you guys and uh, try to have some fun. Look forward to 2022. Jess, as we start this program, is there anything in specific that you can think of in, in your life or, you know, your microcosm of your life separate of me, which is not much. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm up your rear end all the time. <laughs> I think it's the other way around, but okay. Man, that's the truth. <laughs> Anything that stands out for you in 2021? TikTok. Man, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as you say TikTok, I've got a little three-year-old crawling around on me right now. So if you hear him talk or say anything, I apologize, but not really. This is life. It is life. Yeah. He's been a big deal in 2021. Yeah, he started preschool. That was a big deal. He loves his new school. He loves his teacher. So that's fun. It's fun to watch him learn and sing his Christmas songs. And uh, Oh, it sure is. Recite the, recite the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. That's awesome. A three-year-old reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, mm-hmm. that is cool. It is cool. I, I, I don't know if there's a public school system around here that does that, but they should. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of TikTok, I think it's a little bit odd, you know, the, the whole situation with it, the, the amount of connections that you have made over the past year, the friendships that you've made, the, the real friendships you've, you've made from it. So I, it's, it's an odd thing because here we are in 2021 and (laughs) when you make a friend in the old days, it didn't look like what it does today. No, it doesn't. And a lot of these really good friends that I have on TikTok, you know, communicate with every day or every other day i've never met these people not face to face Mm -hmm. but i know them pretty good because i watch their tiktoks i can see their facial expressions as they're delivering whatever their message is for that day you know you get a great sense of of how their sense of humor works do you think that do you think that most people are it's their personality or do you think it's like a an act uh both yeah. It's definitely both. Okay. Do you want me to give you an example? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to blow his cover here. Oh, you better not then. I don't think I'm really blowing his cover. So so one of the most popular TikTok guys that we all follow is who? I, Mr. Uh, Growing Corn oh, 2020, yeah, yeah. Tony Reed. <laughs> Tony Reed. And he gets on there and he's he drops F-bombs and, you know, and he, and he speaks truth. I mean, I agree with almost everything he says. But, you know, to watch him, you would think he's some kind of super hard ass. If all you knew him was from TikTok, you would think like, oh, my gosh, what a brash and 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 tough guy that guy seems to be. But, you know, you get him around people. It, he's not shy. I mean, he will have a conversation with anybody. But he's one of the nicest guys ever. He does not talk like that in his day-to-day, you know, just, I shouldn't say day to day. I'm not with him day to day, but the times I've met him, which probably been four or five now, mm-hmm. he doesn't conduct himself like that. Yeah, that's true. That's so it's true. a little bit of a show. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you think people think of me? <laughs> Somebody Uh-oh. told you last. I week. I don't like that laugh. <laughs> Somebody told you last week that you look a lot heavier on your videos than you do in real life. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's just put it this way, folks. Fall harvest was rough on me because I was, <laughs> I'm farming more than I've ever farmed. And I just felt like I, everything was in a rush. And when I get hungry, I just go eat. I don't care what it is. Put food in front of me. I'm going to eat it. I got to keep going. Funny story about lunchtime this year during harvest time. I made lunches. I went out and grabbed some lunch boxes because none of them seemed to come back to the house. So I needed extras. And I would fill it up with snacks, with a sandwich, with all kinds of food, um, a few drinks. And like say a few, truckload of food. Okay, we would have a sandwich, we would have chips, and then maybe one or two little Debbies, and you've got your cheese, I've got crackers in there, and then maybe some salami or some sort of... Celery, carrots. Yeah, that that kind of thing. And, I, and he comes in one day and he's like, listen, mom, you're going to have to stop packing so much for lunch. And I said, that's not for lunch, that's the whole day. I mean, he would be out until sometimes 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I know that he would get hungry, so he needs a snack right and he says no i eat it all at lunch every bit of it and i'm like oh my god so i'm just a foundered whale <laughs> and so he was eating two little debbies at at lunchtime along some of most of the time the carrots and celery made it back to the house you want to talk lunch about lunch. yeah you want to talk about making two o'clock in the afternoon sleepy time <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> sitting there listening to the constant drone of the combine run yeah. and i mean you're wanting to start snoring mm-hmm. no we had a great harvest this year we're thankful and uh we give glory to god that's exactly right for this harvest yeah what an amazing harvest yeah yeah, you know, I just before we came up here to record this podcast, I was watching the news and somebody did a poll somewhere that 70% of the people reflecting on 2021 thought it was a bad year. Really? Yeah, I just saw that. And you know what? I, Doom and gloom. It depends on what you want to focus on. If we want to talk about COVID and how stupid our government is and the way they're acting and trying to control us, yeah, anybody would say that that is a bad year. That was bad. But I, let me tell you some good stuff that happened this year. The TikTok get-togethers, meeting these friends for the first time that we made online and and finding out, you know, they're real people and they're good people and they're hard workers and they think like we do, that they're not alone because they met us. We're not alone because we met them. Right. I mean, that was something great. You're right. God blessed us with a great crop this year. Mm -hmm. We have a healthy, healthy three-year-old. Yes. Have a healthy 16-year-old. Absolutely. You know, I... We got food in the pantry, mm-hmm. presents under the tree, mm-hmm. and a tank full of gas. Yes. And it's a, a lot to be thankful it for. Is. It is. Like, and a roof just, over our head. And a roof over, rough, roof, roof, whatever. <laughs> did I say roof? No, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> rough over our head. We've got a ton to be thankful. I'm sure mm-hmm. most of you guys listening out here think the same thing. The, the thing is, is like we as humans, we're natural. it's so easy to be pessimistic and doom and gloom. And I'm just as guilty as anyone. You are because I'm like full of hopium all the time. Like you need hopium. (laughs) Where did that word come from? I'm pretty sure it's Telegram. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) No, and I'm full of I'm full of optimism all of the time. Like, don't look at it that way. You need to stop. And Ryan is so cyclical with his feelings. It's up and down, up and down. And that, and I think most farmers are that way. You know, depending on the weather and how it's going and. We've got to get the fertilizer on, you know, and it's raining and the rain's coming and I don't have this part and I'm waiting on that part. And that's true. Yeah. So it's so the emotions and stress of real life are just constantly up and down. Yeah. And then you throw oil in on top of that, you know, bad oil prices. And I I got five tank truck calls that just got called in and I got a combine sitting still and then yeah. I got a pick and 
sometimes maybe the beans aren't cutting real good today because it's cloudy. So I decided to get in a tank truck. And the whole time I'm in a tank truck, I feel like I need to be in a combine. And it puts me in a bad mood. You've seen me. Oh. So I guess. You, like, There's a lot of people that don't know what you look like in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make a TikTok sometime whenever I'm in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, right. You're going to be like, no, I don't want to. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> But so anyway, we I'm going to be part of the 30% that thought that 2021 was okay. It was fantastic. I think it was a great year. It flew by. It did. It flew it by. Did. If you turn the television off, there's no negative. There's nothing negative to talk about. You know, that is the truth. Right. Turn the television off. And, you know, if you live out in a rural area like we do, go, go your half or half mile away from your house or your mile away from your house to your nearest neighbor who you already know. Stop in and just say hi. Just say hi, yeah. See what they're doing. See what their life's up to. Yep. And get to know that like, okay, hey, you know what? It's not all bad. So. Yeah. But you know what? 2021 did come with some heartache. I'm not going to lie about that. And Jess and I, we, we both lost a really, really good friend this year. And this is who it was. No matter whether the news was good, this is the happiest and the most optimistic optimistic presentation. Or if it was bad, it is popping. All kinds of things happening. In the middle of your day, he would be there. The fastest three hours in media, Rush Limbaugh having more fun than a human being should be allowed to have. 33 years. Instructing, teaching, informing. 33 years of telling the truth. I think I just happen to be saying what a whole lot of people think but don't have a chance to say themselves. Of triumph. The Presidential Medal of Freedom, the State of the Union Address to Rush Limbaugh. And now, tribute. The man who has literally paved the talk way. Talk radio icon Rush Limbaugh died today. Losing his battle with lung cancer. There is no talk radio without Rush Limbaugh. 33 years of excellence in broadcasting. People don't remember what you say. Too many words flying around it, but they never forget how you make them feel. This is Rush from the very beginning. Three hours of broadcast excellence straight ahead. Great to have you. Until now. So I have to tell you something today that I wish I didn't have to tell you. And it's it's a struggle for me because I I had to inform my staff earlier today. I have been diagnosed with advanced lung cancer. And we lost Rush Limbaugh this past year. February 17th, 2021 was a tough day right here on Wabash 12 Avenue, which is my road, our road. Jess and I, I mean, what do you think, Jess? You loved him. Uh, Yeah. He was, uh, like you've said before in the past, he was the best friend that I never met. We spent a lot of time together. It's hard to hear his voice right now. It is. That's what I just just played that intro Uh and you hear his voice and it's just. I always tear up. It's hard for me to listen to that. It is. He's such. He was such a, 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 he's an American icon. It was just a comfort. It was a comfort for me. He provoked, uh, he was very thought provoking. He encouraged critical thinking on your own. You know, a lot of the, the talking heads of talk radio right now, they just kind of mosey around a subject where Rush would have the idea and you would draw your own conclusion. He would never come out and say, this is the way you need to think. This is the way you need to feel. He would, he would just say, right. Here's what's up. The most he you would make do your own decision. is tell you what he thinks. Yes. He didn't tell you, you had to think like that. Right. 
for me and my story with Rush, as I've told my wife a few times, it, it all started whenever I was 11 years old with my dad. My dad would throw 4D batteries in a little boombox, pick up the chainsaw. We'd walk behind his house to cut brush. The old-fashioned style, you know, you, you saw a limb down, you'd pile it up against the stump, and you burn it. Whole time we're doing this, we're listening to this fellow named Rush Limbaugh. I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, I was a skull full of mush, mm-hmm. you know. But I remember I couldn't wait till the commercials came on because I understood the commercials during his show. But, you know, you do that over and over and over from the time you're 11 until I was 41 years old when he died. You know how many acres of corn and soybeans and wheat that I've planted? Listen to him. Same with harvest. Same with hauling grain, uh, producing oil. He was just a staple Monday through Friday from 11 to 2 Central Time every single day. And that's how I feel like he became one of my very best friends. Yes. You know, a, a best friend that I never got to meet, but he knew me mm-hmm. because he spoke just like I think. You know, and, and another great thing about Rush, and you can interject here anytime you want, Jess, especially if the three-year-old wants to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he meant a lot to me before you came along in my life. We're, we're coming up on our fifth anniversary and our fifth wedding anniversary and... uh before you knew what kind of music I like to listen to, you found out that I listened to talk radio. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Funny story on that one. So her and I start dating like in the beginning of July in 15. Yeah, Something. Like, yeah, we were. Yeah. I don't know that you would consider it dating, but we were just like hanging out, just talking. Hanging out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, she comes over one day and it's like 95 degrees outside. Pool's open. I got the radio ready to turn on. I'm going to play whatever, you know, I'm being a cool dude. I'm going to play whatever the woman wants to hear. So I asked her what what kind of music she like, and she says, well, I like a lot of stuff, 70s, blah, blah, blah. What do you want to hear? Oh, I don't care. I don't know. What, okay, what did you listen to on your way here today? And she's like, well, I'm... In the, in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, this guy is either going to be, like, he's going to be freaked out for the fact that I have, uh, that I'm a talk radio listener, or he's going to be weirded out um but this is going to be a make or break deal like he's going to find out number one i'm conservative which is fine number two that i'm a talk radio person but it's going to be a make or break deal and i'm like trying to decide if this is <laughs> the right time to tell and you told me <laughs> you were a ditto head know. yeah you i listened did. to rush limbaugh and it was over yeah for me you know rush had a unique characteristic about him he could he could take something. Okay, so let, let me give you an example, Jess. When you just hear something, it comes across the TV, a one-liner or a two-liner about some news. Mm-hmm. You know in your gut whether or not you agree or disagree with it, right? Uh, Pretty quickly. Okay. It, it's your instinct. It's yeah. your, your natural instinct. You, it's, yeah. it's based on morals or experiences, whatever. You just you know that, like, okay, well, that, that sounds right. Or, okay. man, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. And you can't quite put your finger on why it is that way. Mm-hmm. Rush had a, just such a unique ability to verbalize that. Yeah. To where you go, that's what I meant. And that right there, because he had that talent on loan from God, mm-hmm. is the reason I think that he was so captivating to so many people. And then not only that, is once you listen to him do that, it kind of taught you how to start to critically think, or at least it did me. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's And it's a wonderful thing. To be able to instantly hear something, know why you think it's right or know why you think it's wrong, but then instantly compare it to something else in your life to think about, okay, well, this is why I think this is right, or this is why I think this is wrong, because you already have an experience 
from the past that you could compare it to. Mm-hmm. Rush had just, he was so good at doing that. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He really was. He was. And I tell you what, for those of you who maybe weren't ditto heads or never listened to Rush, and probably many people only heard the bad stuff about Rush, which wasn't much. I mean, the media attacked him constantly. But he he was such a winner. I mean, imagine being deaf, having a radio show, and carrying on with it. I mean, would you agree, Jess, that this is hard enough just to do being able to hear? Yeah. Let alone not being able to hear and doing a radio show. Yeah. He overcame that. Then he had prescription drug problems, you know, painkiller problems. He went to rehab. He 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 overcame that. Uh, Jess and I have talked many times about all the times he overcame the media and, and how they constantly battered him. And whenever he announced that he had um, cancer, he was, you know, I just knew that he would make it through it. No big deal. No big deal. No thing. It, it's not going to define him. He already said that he wasn't going to be a patient on the radio and he was going to be fine. Yeah, you just figured like... And we would still have 20 more years with him. Exactly. <laughs> you knew whenever he... Or yeah. At least you felt like whenever he announced that he had lung cancer, as bad as that was, you're like, okay, well, here comes his next victory. Yeah, absolutely. That's and how I felt. I did. And yeah. you know what? In all honesty, he fought it like a victor because I, you researched that. That's not a very good survivability rate at all. And I mean long longevity after stage four lung cancer. But I know our our God heals, and I know that there are miracles that happen every day. And every day, um, so I just knew that that rush was was going to make it through, and that happened. And not, it didn't happen for him for whatever reason. And you know, um, I do know that I will see him again. We will see him again. That's right. That's we will exactly meet him. Right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, if you could say anything to Rush, obviously you and I never met him. If you could say anything to him, what what would have what would have been? I would say thank you. I would say thank you. He gave me the courage. And um, I think that I I know that he gave me the courage to stand up for my beliefs, be solid in them. And um, I mean, I think God has a lot to do with it, too. But to be unshaken. Right. You know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. To own it. To Mm -hmm. own what you think. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And my words to Rush would be, too. Thank you so much. Second to my dad, uh, you taught me how to critically think. Mm-hmm. I, I wished more people could have heard you, you know, for like you just said, for 20 more years. Thank you so much. You were you were such a, an inspiration in my life, um, such a patriot, always optimistic. All, remember, he would always say, I will tell you when it's time to panic. Yeah, did that time ever come? No, because right at the end of his life yeah. on one of his shows, I think it was just this past January, uh-huh. uh, he addressed that because people, you know, is going nuts. Oh, the Capitol got broke into. Yeah. Biden stole the election. Or the Democrats stole the election. Everything, and and he had, I think he had a caller. Or it was either a caller or an email, and they said, "Rush, you always say you will tell us when it's time to panic. Ta- when yeah. is it? Yeah, because if it's not time to panic now, I don't know what is right. or when it is." And Rush just came on a show and he said, he said, it's never time to panic. It's always time to keep your head screwed on and keep pushing forward and keep fighting for the ideas that made this country great. We're going to lose some battles along the way. We just got to keep pushing on and keep fighting. Do not panic. I loved that answer. Anyway, I know that Rush is sitting in heaven right beside Jesus with half his brain tied behind his back just to make it fair. Uh, helping Jesus, making sure that he's the conservative that we all know Jesus is. <laughs> My Jesus is a conservative, Jessica. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
I would say that you're from the south side of heaven. Me? Yeah. I just heard that expression yesterday somewhere. I think I told you that. I heard it on the radio too. <laughs> really? Yeah. The south side of heaven where you uh, you love Jesus and Jesus is your savior, savior but you cuss a little. You're going to stand up and fight. That's when right. It, when, you call, when it's called for. Yeah. So, and you, you know, that's a lot of things. People get so, well, this is, you know, God's letting this happen and God's, God's putting us through this and he's the one who gave, you know, Rush Limbaugh cancer and uh, God, it's God's fault. You know, he's, he's letting it happen. Well, I don't believe that way. I don't either. Mm -mm. So I think that we as, as a people and as Christians have to, um, what is it? What's the verse? Faith without works is moot. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we have to work. <laughs> we all have to work, of course. Yeah. But no, I. So, <laughs> you're from the south side of heaven. I, I, I think we all are a little I, bit. <laughs> I like that. A south side of heaven. You know, I, I think I am. I believe in Judeo-Christian values 100%. I, I, I strive to meet the Ten Commandments and try to live a good moral life. I don't always succeed you'll never get to you'll but I'll never, never be not even the pagans could be that perfect no so there's no reason for me to think that i can but it yeah. doesn't mean that i don't need to try it's a great to be foundation a good person. it's a exactly. great foundation exactly but you know you know i am from the south side of heaven you piss me off and you start going against what i believe is right and wrong moral and immoral mm -hmm. i'm going to start throwing metaphoric haymakers mm. not physical haymakers yeah but I'd like I, to see I will you throw a, fight back. I'd like to see you throw a real haymaker. Yeah, I don't think you ever have to worry about that. I run from a physical fight, remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to talk about another 2021 deal? Oh, no. <laughs> you don't want to tell that story? No, Ryan almost got in a fight, and what happened is he ran like a schoolgirl away I from did. the issue. <laughs> Some completely and totally inebriated asshole came oh. up to me, and it was... Way too late for me to be at the golf course anyway. We had a uh, glow golf tournament one night, and this guy, I guess he doesn't like my TikToks. I think he's a liberal. Uh, he just... It doesn't matter. He wanted your... He, he wanted, wanted my ass. Yeah, he wanted to get you. And as I was walking out to leave, he followed me. And I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know he followed me, but one of the other guys in the clubhouse at the golf house did know that he followed me, so he followed him out. Anyways, did you, did, he starts mouthing you or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I know, my TikToks are dumb, you're just gonna have, you know, I was I'll, I'll stop to, making them, and yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're, I was trying to do anything yeah. I could to defuse the situation, yeah. I saw exactly what this guy was trying to do. <laughs> he was trying to get me to pop off, say, screw you, I like my TikToks, if you don't like them, quit, yeah. just, keep, just scroll on. So you were appeasing someone who was inebriated. Yeah, I was, I was just trying to keep the situation under control, <laughs> and some other jack wagon came out and started lipping me but whenever he lipped me he said something that this guy that wanted to beat me up disagreed with so now the guy that wants to beat me up goes after the other guy and the second that dude turned his back i was out like i sprinted faster and i mean guys i was sprinting not like a steady jog not trying to you know duck behind a car i was i was off into the darkness and you run fast for a little guy <laughs> <laughs> I ran real fast that night, but I mean, I, I don't need that. No, that would be great. Me standing on, on, on city property, standing on any property. It doesn't matter. And, and, and getting a physical altercation with somebody as a school board member, boy, that's yeah. a, that just, that'd go yeah. over good, especially for a bunch of people that already would like to have my ass right. for speaking out. Yeah. So I wish a, I would have been there to, to witness this. Just to fly on the wall to watch that go down and watch oh, me yeah. dart. That would have been funny. I would have been like, oh, Ryan, get out of there. 
<laughs> so that's what I mean by metaphoric haymakers, uh-huh. not physical. Uh-huh. I run from those fights. I'm 42 years old. I've never been in a physical altercation in my life. I ain't going to start now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that concludes our segment on Rush. And how else should we conclude it without his sign-off sound? What else about 2021, honey? It seems to me, I'm not speaking for you. I'm just uh, interpreting what I've seen this past year. It seems to me like since January, you have you have gotten deeper and deeper and deeper into... Watch it. Into... <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say <laughs> maybe not conspiracy theories because what a lot of what you say is coming true and it comes true it just takes a couple more months but it seems to me like you get deeper and deeper and deeper into seeing what the back channels of media have to say about certain situations warning me about it and then they come to fruition so it's like i come to you and i say listen this is what I heard today. Do you think that this might be? And I stopped saying, I, I stopped asking for his opinion because number one, I don't care. I'm just going to tell you what's up. And That's the truth. <laughs> and then I'm like, listen, this is what's going on. And I believe it because we've seen all these things happen. I mean, back in, in uh, March, I think the Fauci emails were released and then everybody stopped talking about them. Like Zuckerberg was on those emails and everybody stopped talking about why. Yeah. You got to remember this stuff. 2021 was, um, I, I, I dug a lot. I got sucked into some crazy rabbit holes. Um, and then I got worn out with it and realized that maybe I need to use my discernment a little bit more. I need to pray for more wisdom to make sure that I'm not falling into, I want to be aware. I want to be informed, but I want, I, I'm going to have to use some discernment because there's a lot of good folky people. I, they just try to get you in and Try, oh yeah! Try to steal your money, and which I never gave anybody any money. But right. um, I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out there that asking for asking for stuff. You know, fighting for the cause. We need your support, and like, ah, uh, I don't know yeah. why. And come to find out, you know, they're buying a car for their 16 year old. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you need money? Like, no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. I will so, never ask you guys for money. No, and I, I don't, you can't be bought. You can't be. No, I think that's why I think that's why you're going to do so good at this podcast thing, because because you can't be bought. No, you're solid. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, like Jessica pays attention to things like the audit or whatever, the recount of all this crap that's still going on in Arizona. I would have no idea any of that is going on. If it weren't for Jessica, I don't hear about it in the mainstream. Because they're not talking about it. They don't want to talk about it. You know, the people who the people who come out and say, well, there's no way that the election could have been stolen. They immediately get put on a blacklist for me. And I remember that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I can listen to what they say. You like to listen to Fox sometimes. You like the personalities on the I morning show. I do like show. the personalities, yeah. yeah. And that's fine. I just know that... If, if because they're saying the election wasn't stolen, there's no way it could have been rigged. Like, that's false to me. That is very false. Yeah. I agree with that totally. So, so I put them on a blacklist in my head, but I, I continue on with life. I'm not going to be a prude. I'm not going to be rude about it. I'm just going to sit back and listen and know that whatever they're saying is not true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because they can't open their eyes and they're, they're owned by right. a bigger head right. of, of the deep state. 
<laughs> and I think it's a bad, bad. I think uh, this is a battle for the soul of the nation, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at everything. If you just peel back every layer of the, of the onion. Mm-hmm. It's good versus evil. Absolutely. And the amount of disinformation, misinformation, and I know that those are, you know, cliche words right now, but at the same time, like, holy cow, you can't find information on ivermectin. You've got Webster Dictionary, you know, the dictionary, who's changing the definition of the word vaccine or anti-vaxxer. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. But at the beginning of the year, they silenced the president of the United States on social media. Took him off Facebook, took him off Twitter. Like if, if people can't step back and say, okay, what is going on? Like that is huge. Yeah. That's huge. That is scary. Now, okay. Let me ask you this. Just because they disagree with what he's saying. And folks, this will be some good uh, fodder and food for thought for your brain. So you remember if if you were a fan of Trump or even if you're not, it doesn't matter. Do you think that on a huge platform like Facebook or Twitter or YouTube that the president should be not censored, but banned? Banned. I mean, completely taken off of those platforms to where you can't even hear what he has to say. Mm -hmm. Do you think that should be legal, that they have the right and the power to do that? Or do you think that should be illegal and that you should never be able to silence our leader Mm. our leaders it's good because i mean social media is not governed no (laughs) but they're not supposed to be political either section 231 so here's the way that i think about this an easy no-brainer way to think would be to go well depends on who's in office I want them to silence Joe Biden, but I want to. I want all the Trumps to just stay loud. Uh, nah, if we're going to be honest, we can't be that way. Mm-hmm. So anytime that I don't know the exact answer to anything in life, and I mean anything, I default to freedom. Mm-hmm. And freedom is, in this case, Facebook has the right to take the president off of there, as does Twitter, as does YouTube. Now, we can start getting into these arguments that, you know, it's Section 231. These are not political platforms. They're not allowed to do that because it violates freedom of speech. That's a whole other argument. But, but they it, started making, I mean, they became political whenever they started taking down and, and flagging things that were about the virus. You're exactly right. It was one-sided. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And see, that's a whole different argument. But if we could take that away. But is it? No, it is. It is. It's a, that's a whole nother part of the uh-huh. argument. Okay, okay. Because if if you're going to censor a president or censor a senator, you name it, or censor somebody that's anti-vax, you should have the right to do that if you own that company. Because that still gives me the right to go, screw you, Facebook, screw you, Twitter, screw you, YouTube. I'm going to move to Rumble. Why do you think there's such big interest in Trump's new media platform? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, truth social. Why do you think? Why do you think Telegram's taken off over the past year? Yeah, we could still get some news. You know, I think it was a disgrace that Amazon Web Services killed Parler. Remember that? Yeah, I, that that was a that was a conservative outlet for a lot of conservative writers and talking heads, and it was mm-hmm. a great place to get some information. Mm-hmm. And Amazon Web Services killed it. You know what is is something? This is kind of a side note, but on the Facebook thing. What I'm finding out is that people are, I mean, Facebook's addicting. You can get sucked in and you can be on there for 30 minutes. It's 
it's not as bad as TikTok. I think TikTok is dangerous because it's so good and plays on your emotions, every single emotion that you have. And their algorithm is on point. But Facebook people in my mom's generation, they don't realize that Facebook only allows you to see what they want you to see. Oh, yeah. And it's like Google. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You search for something exactly. on Google. They show you what they want you to see. And I think that that's part of the the woke U.S. That is, that is woke, woke culture right there. Yeah. And so a lot of people, and I would consider my mom's friends and, and even sometimes my mom, like I think that sometimes they take whatever they see on Facebook as fact and they aren't open to the idea that, oh my gosh, well, I'm only seeing this because Facebook wants me to see it. Um, they don't look at it like that. Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I see exactly what you're saying. I agree with you totally. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people who fall into that category who see that flag and say, oh, well, that's got to be wrong because of the flag that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really sad because they, you get sucked into social media and then you're just like, that's where you get your news. That's where you get your, your headlines. And mm-hmm. another thing that I learned in 2021 was question everything. Do not believe a headline because that's what we do is we skim through headlines. We don't read but an why article. why would you, when you have a liar, a media whore named Dr. Fauci that just goes on there and flat ass lies and fear mongers at every turn, every time he could possibly get, you get the shot, you don't have to wear a mask, you can go outside, you can do everything you want to do, but you got to get the shot. And then three weeks later... Well, even though you got the shot, you still need to socially distance. You still Where's need to wear the a mask. outrage of the vaccinated people that thought that they wouldn't have to wear a mask again? <laughs> they the were truth. so outraged right after the fact they found out that, that they, they didn't have to wear a mask. And then, oops, we've got a leaky vaccine or whatever it's called. And maybe if you're vaccinated, you still get the virus and blah, blah, blah. So, oh, we still have to wear a mask. No, it's okay. We're doing it for our family. Yeah. But whenever you're doing have, it for the other people, when you have people, that are, that are forced upon you, that are perpetually lying to you, and then and then whenever you say something opposite the lie, you get flagged on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. That's a bad, bad deal. But I think it should be legal because that opens the door mm-hmm. for a conservative entrepreneur and capitalism to take over. Uh, not Maybe not take over. To create a different... To, to create a different path. You know... I, I think that's what's needed. So, I think, and and a lot of people don't realize that the data that they're collecting on you on Facebook and on Google, like if I don't use a Google search, the things that show up in my email are different. If I use a Google search, things show up in my email about that. Oh yeah. You know, ads start popping up on my phone about that. That's, that's the joke is your Uh, phone's always listening to you and watching everything you do. And I turn off all kinds of notices and all kinds of location services and all kinds of search browser history stuff. I just turn it all off. And I've, I am like very, very, very close to stop using Google for anything. So as I getting back to the freedom thing. Oh yeah. Sorry. I got another good question regarding freedom. Remember back in the day, and this is probably more of an Illinois type thing than what it is any other state. And maybe the, I'm sure there's other states that that are, can relate to this. Remember back when you could go to a bar and people smoked in it? <laughs> yeah. 
And then they made yeah. a law that there's no smoking allowed in bars and restaurants. Yes. Do you agree with that law? I think it's up to the patron, whoever wants to go. I think it's up to the owner. If they want to allow a smoky bar, they should be allowed to own a smoky bar. Some people like to go into the bar and smoke a cigar. That's right. Or cigarettes. Or, or a cigarette. I or, mean, you, with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've been to many, many smoky bars before that law was passed. And I'll be the first to, I don't smoke. I don't particularly care for the smell of smoke, and it does not bother me. I actually enjoy walking into bars now. I don't go there very often, but I do enjoy going to these establishments and not smelling like a tar ball walking out. Right. Eyes burning and everything. So, I mean, it worked out well for me, but ultimately, I don't think there should be a law telling an an owner of a business that that you have to uh, ban smoking. Mm -hmm. I think if there was that big of a demand for an establishment, a no smoking establishment, the the bar down the street called the anti-tar ball would have showed up (laughs) and that would have been their rules. You're not allowed to smoke in here. Yeah. But we're doing it for everybody. Oh, everybody else. And it's, well, it's just like, Oh God, here we go again. It's just like the mask. Yeah. And secondhand smoke. And the vaccine. Well, I'm not wearing the mask for me. I'm wearing it for you. Mm. Well, he's not smoking for himself. He's sm- he's not smoking for you. <laughs> and that way you don't get the secondhand smoke. It's all about you. <laughs> oh, it's such a racket. It's what it, it is. is. And the racket. Recapping today's show. We are very thankful for 2021. All the people we've met. The good health of our friends and family. I am thankful to be awake but not woke. And to have gained more courage and boldness this year cool that's a great thing to be thankful for yeah thankful for my family like you said our friends yes yes i mean and we've got a ton of them and they're healthy and their kids are healthy yes it's just a, it's a great life our parents are still around and they're healthy and happy enjoying life that's right that's right it's just a a ton to be thankful for and and i think it's so important that people step back and reflect on of the year. What, of on the year and then what they're thankful for. Yeah. Because in, in the tough times, if, if, if you gain the wisdom of knowing what you're thankful for right now when you're happy, it's going to help you through the tough times because it's going to make it easier to remember the good times. Specifically, Ryan, do you, do you, as you're reflecting, do you come upon your goals for the next year? Yeah, certain thoughts, of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, my goal for 2022 is to be more organized. That's a good goal. <laughs> Why? Because you see my messiness. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> All right. If we're going to do a goal, my goal for 2022. Boy, I don't even want to share this because then I'll be held accountable. Oh. Uh, I want to drop 20 pounds. Oh, okay. I'm not going to do it overnight, but I want to drop 20 pounds. Okay. I'll... I was at the doctor's office for my yearly physical this week. 210 pounds is what that scales made me. Holy dirt. I know. Honey. <laughs> no wonder I get winded going upstairs. Oh, shoot. I got away from running and everything. We're going to go back to that. Okay. So, I, I see, guys, it's between me and you. Leave my wife out of this. She's going to hold me to this and make me do it and then like the morning that I wake up and I don't go get on the treadmill I'm going to hear about it that's what you, that's the reason I kind of wanted to keep it to myself for the first time I walk in and grab a little Debbie I don't judge you sweetheart <laughs> I don't judge you at all 
We've <clears throat> all been there. <clears throat> I mean, not at 210, but... <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> well, guys, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope that 2022 brings you all of God's glory. We're going to have a good one. Enjoy your family this weekend, and we will see you next Friday night. As usual, you were born an American. Don't forget to be one. That's exactly right. Merry Christmas, y'all. Have a good one.